0: When Matt dies next year, how that impacts it. I say when.
1: <laughs> I'm dying next year, Tommy.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to The Essential Podcast. Hope you had a fabulous holiday week and weekend celebrating our independence. We're happy to be back with you. And on this episode, we are talking about financial planning. It's one of our money episodes. It's been a while since we did a money episode, Matt.
1: Yeah, it really has, and it's actually good timing. You know, we're about uh, midway through, and if anybody recalls from the Essential Planning Approach podcast we did not too long ago, uh, it's Mm -hmm. a great time to hit that quarterly meeting and see where you are, see where you were, see where maybe you need to go in order to, you know, hit those goals, big and small.
0: Yeah, for sure. And the financial planning topic today is going to be mostly around not what it is or why you should do it, but some software that is free for everybody listening to help you see where you stand.
1: Yeah. Before you jump into that, Tommy, why don't you explain your philosophy on financial planning?
0: Yeah, that'd be helpful. So we take a panoramic approach to financial planning. We think that you have to have a plan, right? The difference between a dream and a goal is a plan. So take all these dreams that you have, turn them into goals, and develop a plan to achieve them. You know, we've talked about atomic habits and all kinds of stuff on the podcast, and this all connects back together where, you know, figure out where you're going and devise a plan to get there. So financial planning is huge, but instead of saying, you know, we're holistic financial planners and what that usually means is we're going to try to gather all this data and look at everything. We say that we take this panoramic approach. And what that means is we try to look every direction. And most people have already built parts of their financial lives. Some people have built a really big financial life. Some people have just pieces of it right and pieces of it wrong or that are missing. So what we do is try to look for gaps in that plan or help you identify what is essential, what those goals should be, and then help you determine how to achieve them. And all that's, again, part of the planning process. So we look for these gaps, help expose them, and then just help you build them up, fill them in.
1: Well, and one of the things I think, Tommy, this software really does quite well is to even find those small gaps that you can self-diagnose. You know, Maybe you're spending too much money at Starbucks every week and you figure out oh I can repurpose that somewhere else to something that's more meaningful or more essential. That's the one thing I really like about this is you can use it on the really tiny levels or you can use it at the very much higher levels like saving for higher education and that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah you're exactly right and Matt's recently set this up for himself so I think it's kind of fresh on his mind. But this is a tool that we are really excited about. We've been using for some time now And I've engaged in financial planning for my entire career, and we've had various tools at our disposal. But historically, not to bog everybody down in all the details, but it would mean a lot of data gathering, some forward-looking forecasting, and then a preparation of a financial plan. And that plan was delivered as usually a document. And the problem with that, in a lot of ways, is that it would be referenced and looked at at that time. But we've talked about critical financial events on one of our very first podcasts. As soon as one of those critical financial events occur, that plan may be well better off in the trash can, right? It could be made completely irrelevant. So financial planning needs to be alive, fluid, and dynamic. And that's what this tool really allows you to do. We took it for a test drive a few years ago, really, really were blown away. We took and white labeled this and made it part of our process. And the feedback has just been amazing.
1: So, Tommy, let's get into really, you know, what it can do, what it covers, and how it ties into some of the stuff people may be coming to see you, like debt snowball and that kind of thing. And I want to talk about the first section, which is really a key area that goes back to budgeting. And so what kind of capabilities do we have in that area?
0: Yeah. So that's one of the most popular tools for, you know, kind of fringe users, right? We believe everybody should have a good handle on their financial life. And one way to do that is to have one place to see all the pieces of your financial puzzle, you know, all the bank accounts, the credit cards, the mortgage, to be able to analyze spending so that you can reduce it. You know, you mentioned Starbucks earlier, be able to see what the impact will be for paying extra on debt or paying things off in a certain order. So all those are just key steps for people trying to get started on this journey when, you know, we do all the financial planning and wealth management, and we'll talk about that a little later. But this is stuff that everybody needs, no matter where they are in the process. We talk about Dave Ramsey on the podcast some. You know, Dave still uses envelopes for budgeting, right? He's a multimillionaire, knows what he's doing, is giving advice on a regular basis, but he still makes his budget every month and uses envelopes for certain categories. And that's true for these tools and the budgeting tool specifically. So what you can do is link or enter your bank account information There's an easy six-step setup process, and one of those is where you set up and link any of your financial assets, any insurance stuff, any bank accounts. And if you link a bank account, then the software will automatically analyze and categorize the last three months of your spending, the last month, and the month to date. It's pretty accurate for my spending, my bank account. It categorizes about 95, somewhere between 95 and 98% accurately. I was joking earlier, you know, one time I was trying to say my dry cleaning was eating out. So you can tweak that. But essentially, if you wanted to just use it at a high level, you could see where the money is going, which is the first step. Or you can use it as a regular monthly tool. You can set parameters. You know, hey, I want X spent for utilities. I want X spent for food. I want X spent for gas. And at a touch of a button, you can see how close you are to that line, that $1,000 a month food budget or whatever it is. It just gives you a lot of perspective on where your money is going.
1: Well, and I really like the visual aspect. You know, one thing that I think we talked about on the budget podcast a while ago, Tommy, was, you know, I talk about how my mom still writes checks because she has to balance her checkbook and she's, you know, you're forced to do it. So by having this and logging it into it, you're forced to face the music. It's not just going on the card to where you don't know where you're at because you can't remember all your expenses. So you get to log in and see, oh oh, I am $200 over, I really need to rein that in. Or if you're consistently over, or maybe under in another category, you can utilize that for something like saving for college education or something else. So, a big fan of that one. Let's kind of move into sort of the, um, I guess the goals profile, or, or I guess what I would call advanced savings, which I thought was really cool. But the ability to set goals if you've got kids or grandkids that you want to fund their college, wedding and college funding and obviously you know retirement is in there as well. The thing that I really thought was very cool as someone without any kids was to see the college savings and how it allows you to actually look up what tuition costs are in schools and it has all the schools there.
0: Yeah, so let me back up and say when you're setting this up you have six cards that you'll walk through that cover different categories of information. And one of those cards is goals. So that's the one Matt's talking about. And there are some predefined goals, lifestyle stuff like college saving for college, saving for a new car or saving up for a vacation. And you can put those estimated goals into the system. You can get very, very specific with, you know, maybe future healthcare costs or retirement goals You can get very specific with the college, like you mentioned, pick a specific university and when you want to go there, private, public, all kinds of stuff, in-state, out-of-state. And you can make your own. There's some other things too. Legacy planning is a goal, relocation, if you're going to be moving or buying a new home or vacation property. So it's a really cool process. We talked about the essential planning approach. This is somewhere where you can actually input those goals, fine-tune them over time, and then really see if you're on track to meet them at any point.
1: Yeah, Tommy, the thing that I love about this is it makes it more actionable when you do set that goal. Because you're able to see, okay, I need to save this much for this long and then you're you know, somewhat required to commit to it. Obviously, you don't have to, but it helps put it in writing. It's accountability. And, yep. And you've got to be accountable to yourself. Mm-hmm. So, outside of the uh, goals, and there's a ton of things we can talk about. I know we're only covering three, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next... Tab that I thought was super useful was insurance. Mm -hmm. And the reason I like that was you've got the ability to see and calculate based on obviously what you put into it, what potential things might come up if you have a critical financial event. And that would be something like, you know, having the need for long-term care or disability, or, you know, maybe you get in a car wreck or things like that. So yeah. I was a big fan of that tab. Why don't you kind of briefly take a deeper dive into that section without you know getting too far into the weeds?
0: Yeah, for sure. So like I mentioned, what you're looking for, especially in this area, are just gaps in your plan. And specifically around insurance, we're looking at home, auto, umbrella, long-term care, disability, and then life insurance, right? So try to cover everything. And at the bottom of every tab, there's an action items button. And what that does is open a little menu in which you can have sliders and see I've got this much coverage or this much in education savings or whatever tab you're on and immediately see the impact of adding insurance, taking away insurance, what it has. You know, There's charts, pie charts and graphs all over the place. They're super intuitive and, and visually appealing. So like on life insurance, for example, it shows when Matt dies next year, how that impacts it. I say when. <laughs> I'm dying next year, Tommy oh it's not when matt dies it says what if matt dies next year so it's a what if scenario and you can see how that impacts his family and his family tree and their ability to live the way that you know they may have set out if something should happen to him not when but
1: thank you, know, you. thank you
0: yeah you, I'll i'm keep you worried you knew
1: something longer. i didn't
0: no no nothing here
1: well that's good tommy I know we try to keep these uh, podcasts essential, so I've got uh, like three questions to ask you here, and I think probably ones that other people are going to ask, because that was my questions to you and when you told me about this. Number one, how safe is the data?
0: Great question, and we take it very serious. So we've actually put together a page that has a lot of resources about this tool, you can find that at barcofinancial.com slash resources. Just scroll down and there's a a read more button under how secure is your data and it tells you all about how we secure it and how it's locked down. Also on that page, there is a great nine minute video that shows you how to set up your profile if you choose to use this.
1: All right, Tommy. So if I put this data in, who can actually see it?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And full disclosure, this is one of the tools that we use with our planning process for our clients. And we get into a lot of complex scenarios and do a lot of complex retirement planning with it. And I see the information that goes in. So if there's something you don't feel comfortable with sharing, then don't put it in there.
1: All right. And the last question, Tommy, is if I'm 100% in on this, how can I get started?
0: the planning resources page is going to be very helpful for anybody that does want to move forward. That's where that video is. You can read about the security of the data. There's other stuff on there about how to link accounts or use the portal. There's even a template that you can get access to beforehand that's kind of a, a five-page fill-in-the-blank of what would be good documents or information to have before you started the process. So definitely encourage you to visit that. But to actually sign up or maybe even just to See a little preview of this. Just go to our homepage, it's barcofinancial.com. And about midway down, it's right above the Venn diagram, you'll see a video that is a preview of the this planning process. So it actually shows you a little bit of some screenshots and animations of some of the stuff we've talked about. And there's a button that says sign up to use our free financial tools. So you click that, put your name and email address in to create an account, and you're off to the races.
1: Perfect, Tommy. Well, I think we've kind of covered uh, accomplished what we want to today. Why don't you wrap it up?
0: Yep, gladly. So I get really excited talking about this. Um, I actually at one time was smiling because I heard Matt with some excitement in his voice. He's kind of a new user for this. We are not trying to sell you anything. You guys all know our model is stewardship, not salesmanship. But this is a very powerful tool. We're excited to make it available. It's actually been available on the website for quite some time for free no cost to you, no risk. It's just something that we're passionate about and hope that everybody checks out. We'd love to hear your feedback and are happy to help navigate through anything or answer any questions that you might have. So check it out. Let us know what you think. And until next time, keep it essential. Thanks for sticking around after the music here, and as always, we appreciate you tuning into the Essential Podcast. Just have a quick disclosure for you here. Securities are offered through SA Stone Wealth Management, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, and advisory services are offered through SA Stone Investment Advisors, Inc.